You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Welcome to Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. I am your beautiful, tall, lovely, lesbian, Jewish, old host, Judy Gold. All right, I'm not that old, but, you know, I'm getting up there. I'm so excited that today we have part two of my live interview at the W Hotel in Hollywood with uh, my friends Chris Mancini and James Mattern. And it was pretty much a free-for-all. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was not, you know, it was, it was my first live podcast uh, with people who were breathing, sitting next to me and breathing and talking. And it was a lot of fun. And the whole festival was a lot of fun. Um, and it was great to be back in L.A. And I worked at the Comedy Store and I worked at the improv and I did the standout show and I worked at the Elysian theater and I got to see my friends. So you can uh, hear the wonderful um, mood I was in when I was interviewing them. And it's just nice to, you know, hang out and chat with comedians who you've, you know, Chris and I've been on the road together. James, I know from New York. So it was a lot of fun. So I hope um, you enjoy. If you're anywhere near the Cape, Cape Cod, that is. Uh, I am in Provincetown on Friday night and Saturday night, July. When is this? Um, I'm there July 1st, July 2nd, and then again July 5th and 6th. So um, get your asses to my show because I'm very funny. And then I'm off to Israel. I'm going to Israel. Yeah, I want you to sit back, as I say, relax something I don't know how to do um, and I want you to enjoy the show so you end up going to college right? UNLV man you go to UNLV are you encouraged by these grandparents? I mean your mother is did, did she go to college? she didn't even finish like ninth grade okay yeah, yeah. she so, was out me so were yeah. they like James, wait, what is it? Nigel? <laughs> Nigel Tufnell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Jamie at that point. Grandpa called me James. But uh, so, all right. Norris, though, yes, is what I should have been. Norris? Yeah, but I didn't find that out until I was like 2021. 20, okay. So, Norris. If I ever get a sitcom, you're going to play my mom and call okay. me Norris. Yeah. I'm going to call you Nor Norris. Yeah. <laughs> or I could be your German grand. Norris gets in here. Dude. <laughs> I need to talk to you. Kill the Jews. Okay, so nor. Oh wait, no. hold on. Let me. You did the Doctor Strange love. Here. I know. Wait. Anyway, so Norris, you want to go to college? How does has anyone in your family been to college? My uncle did like a semester at Reno, uh, and that's it. And then so he, what? So how did you get the guidance? It just was going to happen, but we had no money. 
Right. Wait, wait, wait. So you're in, you have a guidance counselor, right? No. Well, shit. I talked to them like twice. It's, but yeah. did you go home? I'm like, did you go home and say I'm going to college? I just had it in my head I was going to do it. But then I get like I graduate. I was just no. We're not. You can't graduate yet. Okay. How did you I, get in? Did you apply to any other school? No, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I sent my SATs. I didn't take SATs a senior year. I didn't have math my senior year at all. So I fucking might as well have just done the math portion with a goddamn crayon. It right. was just embarrassing. Went out the night before his last home game of uh, football. Drinking, whatever. Bombed. Took the ACTs. Bombed, and I'm, I had like a good GPS, like three three. I was a good student, mm-hmm. and uh, I just remember I only sent my SATs to one school, uh, UCLA, and it was the nicest fuck you back ever. It's like um, nine twenty is not considered UCLA standards usually, but you can try again. It was the <laughs> nicest. Oh, fuck Don't come you. around here no more. <laughs> like it was spectacular. So I just I went to. UNLV, and back then it was like 90 bucks a credit. No way. Yeah. And so, uh, and you graduated. I graduated. With what kind of degree? Communication, especially print journalism. I took three journalism classes, (laughs) had no confidence when I got out. Was going to be a critic. Did you have a good GPA? 3-3 again. I was, but I wanted to be a critic. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Judy. But I wanted to be a critic. Norris. Norris, I am so proud of you for going to college. I feel like this is becoming that scene in Boogie Nights minus the cocaine. It's like, uh, can I call you mom and you stay yeah. okay? <laughs> Wait. So, and did you live at school or you live with your grandparents? I lived with the grandparents until I was like 24. Mm-hmm. Wow. Big winner. Uh, yeah. Hey, you is. went You went through college and you got through. I went through yeah. a bus tables, worked mm-hmm. at a golf course. How, so, I'm telling you, there's a little Jew in you that you're like, I need an education. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just, yeah. I mean, you see how I'm using it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just up there <laughs> okay. going, hey, look at your shirt, dog. What up, B? Yeah. Like, that's what I do. So, you graduate. Who Yo. went to your graduation? Communicating. Oh, that a lot counts. of people went. It counts. It is. It is. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Chris. It is. Uh, 2001, graduate. Uh, everyone went. We had a hell of a party. Great times. Who went? Uh, oh, man. Relatives I hadn't seen in a minute. My crew. We had a big after party at this bar I was going to when I was like 18, which when I had my 21st birthday, we had the 21st birthday party at a different right. bar because we couldn't be like, hey, what are we celebrating? It's my birthday. How old are you? Well, sit down, everybody. You've been serving me illegally. Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, it was a great time. They even, they even but, spent so money the, on food. We had are shrimp you the cocktail. first person in your family? Up, to yeah. graduate college besides your uncle that went for he went for a semester his daughter who's estranged and that's a weird thing she graduated and that was yeah yeah but did no she go to UNLV about, she went to like a real school like in California like like a like a California Ivy League like smart ass really like, like, like Stanford-ish or? not Stanford but one of the smaller schools that's so smart they don't even they can't even they don't even put the words together for sports there's not even a sniff of a team it's like you come here to study and do something with your life okay were you at UNLV when their basketball team was fucking doing great? We were decent then, but it was on the way out. But I, I went I, I went to some games. It was hard to get tickets when they won. And I was there when they put the uh, the banner up. Yep, I yep, met yep. all those guys. Uh, didn't put it together that we were cheating. I should have. Yeah, cheating. years later we when cheaters. Stacey Ogman was driving a Pantera as a fucking yeah. junior <laughs> when I was getting his autograph. Yeah, cheating. Yeah, horribly. Horribly. Yeah. Um, you graduate. Got out. So you both have communications degrees. Yes, we do. Look at how Where we're emoting. Where did you go to? Oh, you went to Temple. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm fucking losing my mind. The Elite Eight. Okay. <laughs> Temple so, made it Elite Eight a lot. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Their coach uh, looked like their mascot, an owl. Yeah. <laughs> 
He looked like an owl. God bless him. (laughs) Okay. What's your first job? Like out of college? Yeah. Oh, uh, so so I wanted to be a critic. I uh, wanted to be a music critic because I love music so much. And I had no criticism classes. I didn't, I wasn't confident. I wrote for the Henderson Home News covering high school sports, mostly girls soccer, which was horrible because I have long hair. And you had to go to these games. People, parents are looking at me like he's either a creep or a college scout and or both. But if I was a college scout and could give them a uh, a scholarship, they'd probably be okay with me being a creep. Right. I got that vibe from people. Like how long was your hair? Oh, it's like still like down to here. It wasn't as bad as it used to okay, be. Okay, no one can see how fucking down. It's uh, so down to, to your the shoulders. shoulders. <laughs> okay, go ahead. We got a camera here, no? Yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Okay, so you're now you're, you're doing. The best. Are you making any money with the fucking soccer? Twenty five bucks a story. It's a real uh-huh. shit show. So I'm still waiting tables. And you're living with the grandparents. Yeah. Well, then then eventually I leave and I. How old are you when friend. you leave? Uh, like twenty three, twenty four. Moving with my best friend and Ooh. another kid. His name's Jimmy, and there was another Jimmy, and so we called it the House of James. And then my first weekend there, the other Jimmy stole the hundred and fifty dollars I had saved. Uh, oh. Just gone, and we fuck him. We stayed there for like. Did for you four kick months. him out? No, he ended up going to um prison, and he didn't tell for the what? other Jimmy. For I uh, used to work. I had a couple buddies do this. I mean, I just ran with a lot of knuckleheads, and they would get a job at a sports book, and they they looked at his free money. So if you work there and you go, you don't have to put any money. You could be like, I like the Mets and this and that. And as long as those teams win, and you get free money. They lose, they wouldn't put the money in the register. Eventually, they catch that. That's fucking theft at the highest. Right. So that's a, yeah. that's a felon. And so this guy did it. That's like casino, twice, the I think. movie. Shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what? And he did he go? He went to jail for how long? For about four or five months. And he didn't tell the other Jimmy whose house so it was. was he, he wasn't paying a, uh, his rent for those four or five months. No. And and the other Jimmy lost his banana. Was furious. And then the kid comes back. And while he was in the clink. His girlfriend started dating one of my other friends, and then he came out of the clink wanting to fight me. He was like, you're, spo- you're oh supposed to God. keep this away. I'm like, I didn't know. Like, Wait, now, did he talk about the clink, and did he have someone put their clink in his clink? I don't <laughs> think so, <laughs> but I think, may- I don't know. That deserves a ding anyway. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's not Jewish, but I'm just wondering. But isn't clink, don't you, do people even talk like that anymore about prison? Like the, the old prison names, the Huskow, the Iron right. Bar Hotel. I love that shit. I hope so, but Wait, I Wait, so yeah. did they oh. have, did he have anal? I don't know about prison. We speculated that him and this other maniac might have, but there's a lot, yo, there's a lot. There was a lot going on in the early aughts in Vegas, kids. There was okay. a lot of shit going on. How do you get to New York? Um. So I knew at one point, it's ironic that I was watching Good Will Hunting on the plane. My boys were like that. They're like, I was doing stand-up for like four or five years. And they're like, Where, you got to get out of here. In Vegas? Yes. So like if you're So how here, old are you when you? I, I moved here at 28. Yeah. To New York. Yeah. You're like not like a York. month after being 28. Now, or Chris, two weeks after 28. why did you move from uh, Philly to LA and not to New York? Because I got a film degree uh, or communications mm-hmm. degree and I wanted to really get into like um, filmmaking too. So you didn't want to be a great comedian. So you came to LA. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I always tell people, people are always like, I really want to do stand up. Where should I go? And I'm like, New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to get a lot, you know, a lot of stage time and have an audience, 
who you cannot get away with any shit. Right. You know, you cannot get away with shit in front of a New York audience. You can't. Yeah. Philly, Philly was the same way. Yeah. It's like it was, it was really, it was weird. Like that Philly, New Jersey, New York area. Doing yes. There. When you get out to LA, you're like, why is everyone so nice? Right. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. <laughs> and, and you get up there like you're, and like, I noticed this when I worked in Toronto. They're, they're not angry about it. They have health insurance. It's clean. At all. At, at all. No, there is no anger in Toronto and at all. And you know how I get on stage every night. Like, fuck you, you fucking out. Like, I can't. <laughs> because I had to live that day and get aggravated all day. And then I have to get on stage. And like and I'm like, you know, and they're like, why are you calling me a motherfucker? I'm like, because that's how I talk. Because you're there. Yes. I'm from New, New Jersey. <laughs> People don't fucking get that. idiot. Yeah. So, um, what, so you went, you went. To chase after the film, but you mm-hmm. went to New York. Specific, did you pick? I mean, you're closer to LA. Why did you go to New York? I went to LA for a week. I didn't hate it as much as I thought. And then I went for about a week and a half in New York. And Shuli was one of my boys. I, uh, wait, dang hold it. on. From Israel. Boom, boom. Wait. Who's, the, and I have, and you have a new podcast. Yeah, we're gonna have Shuli. you on. We want to have if you, on. you don't because I'm fuck. I asked Shuli to do my podcast a hundred we'll times, do it. and he hasn't done it, so he can go fuck himself. Well, and we'll make beard. the trade. We'll make the, We can do it okay. all tomorrow if you want. Okay. We're all we're here. Okay, <laughs> uh, I mean, he ain't, but he'll he'll be on the screen. Uh, <laughs> but I ended up staying. Yeah, I had fun, and I came back for a month, and then I went to New York, and it was the best decision ever. Like I think about it. Because they like personalities in this out here. Like maybe I'd be doing even better or doing some acting or some shit out here. But I wouldn't be as good a comic, I think. And I like being a comic. Like I really, I, right. I like getting on stage more than anything. Uh, it's weird though because you're talking about film. Now I wonder if people, if, if, if they have both interests, film and comedy, they'll just go to Austin. They'll go to neither. They'll go do both there. But, well, yeah. I mean, you don't really need the studios. You could literally make one on your phone now. Yeah, dog. <laughs> That's crazy. What, um, so... You love the art form of stand. I love it, man. Same. The best. What art form do you love the best? Writing. Right. Writing. Mm-hmm. Such a nerd. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not because we yell at people. Yeah. 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 If you just do the pen to the paper. Um, so you dork. come to New York uh, at 28. First of all, where did you start? When I started in the 80s, there was so many places to do stand up because it was the you, you caught know, the boom. Yeah. I was there, right there. I would go, I would work during the day because um, I wanted health insurance and I'm a responsible Jewish girl. Hold on one second, please. Put it on the board. Uh, yeah. Put it on the board. Okay. <laughs> and uh, then I would go like the happy hours. I did street fairs. Street uh, fairs. Oh, you know those when they close oh, off yeah. 10 blocks? And you go up there uh, and hey, Oh, they everybody. would have a stage. I, I, I literally... Anywhere I could get stage time. Well, that's the spirit, though. And yeah. and I didn't care. I dry. I would do anything for stage time. Wh- what's except the w- fucking? <laughs> I never fucked or God gave bless. anyone. What's a the job. weirdest place you've done a stand up at? Because I think we all have a story. Oh well, I think that. Oh, I mean, I've done it in so many weird places. I one one of my first gigs was in an Indian restaurant, and they had a bug zapper. Above, they set up a fucking a mic and a light, and there was a bug zapper, and it was literally like, "Hey, how's everyone doing?" Okay, and then the worst ones, though, I I I don't know if you ever went through this phase of the what are you fucking doing with your mic? It's so goddamn loud. Sorry, I had to take my glasses off for a second because I could put it back on. No wonder your mother was a drug addict. Well, this is it. This is the methadone she gave me. Okay, this is also how we talk to one another. So whoever's offended by that, go fuck yourself. So uh, (laughs) I did you ever work 
in the lunchroom or lounge of a fucking college at noon when they had no idea there Never would be noon. a fucking comedian in the, and they would come in with you know with their lunch and their books and you're like hey how's everyone and it, they're like shut the fuck up yes and they're like the worst show yeah yes <laughs> yeah. ever i've done them evening yeah. and and it's brutal yeah in the brutal. like lounge area on a saturday or the student yeah. center yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and they're like oh my god shut up i'm trying to read it's the worst wow. okay yeah. i i ran a show at a borders books for um, wow like eight years in la and it was actually it, it was hit or miss but when it was hit it was pretty good because you had a good audience it was one of the higher paid shows in LA because Borders would give a gift card wow. to all the comedians. So wow. you would get like $25. So all the comedians would perform, then hang around and shop for the rest of the show. No way. <laughs> get some culture on. Yeah. yeah. But the the craziest place I ever performed is I, I got an, invited to one show at a campground. So I did a show oh, yes. in front of a giant wow. rock. <laughs> <laughs> but was there a fire. light? It was like just the campfire. That was it. Oh my god, <laughs> that's your spotlight. And how much? Yeah. And how much time did you have to do? It was like 15, 20 minutes. Oh, I kill was, myself. Yeah, there was like there was. It was like a three person. Was the show fucking too. were the flames yeah. like? Was it like yeah. cackling and oh, like ashes hitting you? What do they and, pay you in s'mores? Uh, yeah, hey now. Yeah, it was hey crazy. now. <laughs> I think they offered us this. Hey, you guys want to stay? Because they said you want to stay over. They're like, no, no, I no, don't go camping. I don't. Like then they showed me like this cabin with like three bunks that they no. forgot. I'm like, no, I think we'll drive back. I think we're good. Oh my God. That's Brutal. awful. Yeah. I've done, I did during the AIDS crisis when they would do the um, bike rides across, uh, across, you know, New York to LA or whatever, or they do LA to San Francisco or they do New York to Boston. Mm -hmm. And I'd go to the campsites just to entertain the bikers. But that was, mm -hmm you know, charity-ish work. But did, did that, was that good? Like, it's a good thing to do and it's awesome, but I think we'd all agree, like, benefits usually are the worst. Like, you think it's going to be great and the people are going to go there with spirits and we're raising money and we're doing something good and most of the time people don't yes. want to, it's so painful. It's a, oh it's a my weird, God. It's a weird dynamic because you don't think it's going to be like that, but that okay. yeah, can be some painful It's shows. brutal. Yeah. Hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, 
the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. So you moved to New York. Yeah. Where do you live? How much money do you have? <laughs> do you know anyone in New York? Well, surely. Like, because I have to say something. Yeah, hit me. I moved to New York in 1984. Fuck all of you guys, okay? Because I'm old. And um, you I look mo- great. By the way, you look Thanks. wonderful, Judy. Yeah, <laughs> spectacular. Thank you. In 1984, I love, I love this. So you much. could be a starving artist. Oh yeah. In in Manhattan, mm-hmm. and you can't do that anymore. It's tough. It's tough. It's not right. It was. I lived on cold sesame noodles. That's what we did. We, you made shit. You made it work. Mm-hmm. But you cannot be a starving artist and live in Manhattan anymore. It's really and sometimes and not in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, you can't live there anymore. So where, did you move to Astoria? Well, I uh, Shuley lived in Middle Village. How did you meet uh, Shuley? Uh, open mic in Vegas. He just happened to be there. He'd been running one. I found that there was barely any stage time. He's running a place on a Tuesday. But is do you feel like you were attracted, not in, in a platonic way, to Shuley because he's a Julie? Maybe. And you're a Jew. I'm telling you, you're Jewish. Okay, well, no, his he he always said it. His mom always said that. Rest rest in peace. And she's like, I always assumed you are one of us. And Shuli goes, Yeah, because he's intelligent. And then we went out and hung out. Yeah, I'm like, No, you do. You I've have Jew face. You have a little Jew face. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I've seen a photo it. with you with like hair and a beard, and you're definitely Jewy. Let's I mean, she, she photoshopped it. But Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Whatever gets you through the night. <laughs> Shut up. Like, like John Lennon said, whatever gets you through. Okay. So you moved. So you moved to New York with Julie in Middle Village, which is Queens. Yeah. Yeah. And middle nowhere. Is it Jewy or no? No. No. It's it's mostly Italian. Uh, it was it should be called Middle of Nowhere. It's the worst. I mean, it's fine. But and where do you get stage time when you when you first? I'm going to. So another guy was there too, and he thought he was going to be able to get off the gravy train of Julie. He just thought because Julie was like on the Stern show. That he was just going to be able to get on everywhere and take us. And I go out to Mike's because it wasn't about, like, getting big or anything like that. I just, the only times I was happy, probably for the most part still now, is when I'm performing. And oh so my I God. couldn't get on stage. So I wanted, I went to Mike's, which weren't great, but I was performing every night. And right. hanging and out you with know comedians what? every night. Right. Fucking cool. Right. It, it's the, I realized it is... You know, sometimes I'm laying on my couch and I'm like, I can't believe I have to go out and do a set. But then I walk in. The best. And I'm with my, it's my family. It's the best. It's the culture, I think. And all my friends who I started with are like, and I, you don't know, even even people who represent me are like, you really should stop going out and doing sets all the time. I'm like, well, who the fuck 
don't fucking tell me what to, I love the culture. I realized I love room. the culture. The green room alone. The green room. Hang out table. with other comics. And I mean, who else do you yeah. want to talk to? Okay. You uh, start doing the mics. And how do you become friends with Chris? Do Stefano? So it's crazy. I was doing a college and uh, college fucking Long Island tech. Some shit. I don't okay, even know. Shitty college. I was there. <laughs> it was booked through like the Italias. When I, uh, they would just hang out and out of nowhere. I maybe talked to Chris Italia three times in my life. And he's like, hey, I want you to do this college. So it was me, Dante, Nero and Mark DeMeo. And and Mark goes, Dante, I've known Dante forever. I love yeah. him. I love him. And, and Mark DeMeo, it was like, hey, uh, this kid hit me up and he's uh goes to school here and he's going to come here and do a Maybe a few minutes. We throw him up. He wants to do stand-up. Uh, I, just so everyone, if you don't know Mark DeMeo, um, my impression is way quicker than what that sentence was. I Mark don't DeMeo, know Mark DeMeo. He <laughs> takes 45 seconds between every word. I love him. And usually a, a whiskey's in his hand and he sips it slowly in between. Mm -hmm. So he's like a human rain delay. So you become friends with Chris DeStefano. We just became like really cool after that. Like, I met him. He was nice. I was nice to him. I love we Chris. We hung out. And it, yeah, Even I mean, though that, that's I'm, I'm just going to say... If I don't have one of those cool fucking Netflix is a joke hats in my swag bag, I'm going to be really mad. I don't even think I'm officially part of the festival, so I'm not getting a swag bag. I'm, I'm going to buy something shit. off you. Where'd you get that that hat? How oh much? My, what the hell's going on here? Oh, wow. my God. Look at that. You got a fanny pack. Oh, this is the, Come on, baby boy. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> at least it's not see-through. Anyway, uh, it's a great thing to put a wallet in. Yeah, <laughs> on that you train, can put your crack pipe in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is what I'm going to be holding for. No, you yes. should have a whole. You should fill it with condoms, and after the yeah. show, be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Oh hey. my god! Can you okay, so you meet Chris, yes. and you're friends with Chris, and you oh guys boy. started together pretty much. Well, well, he started like we ran together, but like I already had a bunch of years in at that point. Right. But yeah, we just became tight and just like, you know. He was raised Italian, all that shit. Right. Uh, you know, and so, yeah, he's my boy, man. The best. So, I love Chris, and he has recently blown up. He's doing great. Special just dropped on this on right. Netflix. Right, so on yesterday. Netflix. Now, he has a special that he did himself, and then Netflix bought it yeah. the week that all their stock went down. Which is okay. the funniest thing in the history. I know. So, and he used it as promotion because he's that And Chris <laughs> also promised me that I would be on his fucking podcast and that we would be eating Italian food and neither of those things had fuck, right, work fucking happened. No, I might see fuck him. I have been nothing but nice to Chris DiStefano. Do you want to cut a promo? <laughs> him and Emilio, I think, are sitting in first class on a plane right now. No like, way. To them. They'd be like, hey guys, this is what we're doing tonight when you get in. Yeah, you fucking asshole. Okay. <laughs> well, I could promise you an Italian dinner. Thank you. What would you Thank make? Thank you, Chris. What's your go-to? Uh, probably either lasagna, mm -hmm. risotto, mm -hmm. or uh, managat. Managat. Mm -hmm. What about you? What are you going to cook for me? Um, <laughs> yo, man, a bologna is real cool. I haven't cooked in a long time. It's been like years. Okay. I used to be good at it. I could make a steak. Right. I made That's guacamole great. that was I, really good, which I, is I, an Italian. I, don't, I can't eat steak anymore. Well, how come? I don't know. I love burgers. Love I love a fucking juicy burger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's something about... I don't know. I love it. It's what? just a slab of meat. That's what it's I too love. Slabby of meat. It's too much of a slab of meat. Do you like prime rib? I, I think we're going to Muto no. and Frank's tomorrow, and I'm. Oh just my god, I love oh, Muto and Frank. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna face fucking fuck a piece love of prime rib. I'm gonna have a martini. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't give a shit. I yeah. might even dress like 
one of the characters in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood just to make it more authentic. I love Mousseau and Fruit. I love that it's plate. It's literally, you get a plate with a slab of meat on it. That's it's it. No sides, nothing. You want those are all, everything's extra. And uh, But it's just like, all right, you want a filet mignon? Here's a filet mignon on a plate. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> Don't complain. I was there. My buddy Grant took me. I'm going to Grant's Grant wedding. Uh, Gordon, his wedding's in Palm Springs this weekend. Is he a comic? Yeah, but he also is in a bunch of commercials. He took me there. Then he's not a comic. But it's here in 2019. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 2019, he took me there after we saw the Avengers movie, and I ate all this popcorn. And I'm like, all right, man, we should probably nap. I'll go with you. I walk in. I fall in love. We both realize there's no other option than Prime Rib and Manhattans. And then I finish. I go to the restroom. Uh, just to know how interesting L.A. is. Warren Beatty's just screaming about, ironically, Netflix. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's like with his young assistant or whatever. He's like, Netflix? Like, you could tell he wow. didn't know what it was. And I'm like, this is spectacular. And he this is he, the best. He's he's elderly now. Well, yeah. I mean, this was yeah. right around the time of the La La Land mix-up, I think. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Now, I was at a podcast yesterday. Okay. And one of the hosts asked me, who was in your class? Like, who was in, what comics were in your class when you, and uh, I said, John Stewart, Man. Ray Romano. I was there the first time Mattel went on stage. Madigan, maybe Wanda, Wendy Liebman. Okay. Wow. So he says to me, how does it feel? To watch these people that you started with become, and I said, you know, like huge stars. And I was like, you know, it's interesting because you're going, you're going through this with Chris to Stefano, not Chris Mancini, because yeah. <laughs> he's going to have a good week. I yeah. just said to Chris, yeah. but, this is cool. once he said, "Man, I got that way." Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's you know, it's it, this it is all going to change. Most, this is my time. Uh, he said, he said, the world is yours, Scarface. He said, everyone knows you. Everyone loves you. Uh, I don't know about everyone, but how does it? And I, I was just like, I was, flo I was like, I made choice. I, first of all, I have, I reached the level. I, you know, I have goals that I haven't achieved yet. I had children. Yeah. You know, I made choices. People don't get that. They think that everyone and wants I the same thing. Right. And also the fact that my kids got to see someone follow their dream and support a family on yeah, that. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? And you know Henry. He's the best. Henry. Henry. It's, it's a win-win. And I said, my career is not going to wipe my ass at the Hebrew home for the aged. Yeah. But that's, and that's the truth. People don't get that. What? You got a ding. Ding. Oh, yeah. right. Sorry. <laughs> what the Shit. hell's going on here? Oh, fuck. I didn't ding on Hebrew home for the aged. <laughs> fuck. Wait, here it is. Um, okay. So you're dealing with this now. With and I Chris. love it. I love right. it. I like, right. People look at you crazy when you say, I almost got in a fight with someone uh, a couple of years ago because he was so mad that I liked doing warm up and, and all that. I did warm up for it. years. I did um, MCing. I That's I how it taught me how to be a great comic. I love it. I yeah. love opening for Chris at these It's the best i go out there i like people how long being do you loud. do 10 to 20 depending on the room oh whatever that's it is. fucking it's, great just go out yeah. there i got theme music i come out to spaghetti western music that's uh -huh. the, nice. where's our ding where's our <laughs> yeah. ding okay. where's the clint right, there we go. Okay. That? and then uh <laughs> it's fun and I'm, I'm doing well it's great but people expect you to want more when i went to therapy years ago uh i told my therapist all i wanted out Jewish. of this is to be there it is uh and that I want, 
the best. I wanted to be like some kind of like Lou Reed equivalent of right, like comedy. Right, right, of comedy, Like yeah. to me, Joe, God bless, mm-hmm. he's the best. Saw him once and I knew not to bother him. I just walked by. He was with Lori Anderson and three young supermodels. And I just put my arm in the air. They were, and I just went, Lou, and kept fucking walking home from yeah. stand-up New York. And, uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's all I really wanted. And he never forgot that. Yes. Yeah, he died like a week later. <laughs> soon as, soon I did the I did the downtown Seder with him, and uh, he really? went up, he went up after me at the city winery, and uh, <laughs> was not nice about me. He is, I did get a lot of laughs. What did he talk shit about? He's yeah. known known grumpy pants. Yeah. Mm. Well, man, be as funny as it is. And I was like, okay, you mm. know, I loved you. And now that's my last memory of you. Okay. So, yeah, that's, um, that's why I can't meet your heroes. I know. Yeah, it's brutal. I mean, I was at a friend's house and I'm going to name do it, drop. Do it. And Barbara Shyson was there. And, wow. And, and I, it was for a big fundraiser. And I, <laughs> was... I love what gets you dings. <laughs> I love your connections of what gets it. And then I had a sip of water. Yeah, ding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fundraiser got a ding. I saw, yeah, yeah. Fundraiser. <laughs> anyway, so. I didn't want, I just wanted to stand in the corner and stare at her. I didn't want to meet her. Mm-hmm. And then my friend who, you know, was having the fundraiser was like, this is Judy Gold. She's a, you know, very, you know, well-known comedian. First of all, I'm not that well-known. She's fucking Barbara Streisand. She doesn't know me. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so, and I was like, hi. And then I walked away because I didn't want to. Smart. You know what I mean? Smart. I didn't want her to be like. You know, whatever the fuck. Oh, you're gorgeous. Tell me a joke. Like, I didn't want that to happen. Don't want that. Yeah. You know, like, so you still love emceeing. I love it. forever. Love it. Chris. Oh, yeah. I was at the improv for like four times a year emceeing. Right. And they, you know, they, I was a regular. It was great. Right. It's the best way to learn how to control a room. It's yeah. the best way to isolate your bits. It's the best way to, you know, if some, you know, when someone bombs, you know how to get the audience back it is the best training. And yet no one wants to do it. And it's. Well, there's a stigma to it. Right. Yes. But it wasn't like that when I started. It used to be the number one position. right? I know. I told about, you that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And the house MCs at those clubs were legends. That, They're all yeah. badasses. Yeah. All like ninjas. Belzer. Wait, hold on. Mm. Fuck this goddamn phone. You have to do the thing where it stays. I can help out. I can find a thing. Okay, there we go. Um, I want to. I want to keep my. But yeah, I wish they still had that. You would go to the show. It was the house MC, and these were their guests, and it was like yeah. fucking great. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, the cellar, it's there's still like a you know the host right. of the host and that I think, but like it's so weird because the road you go on the road and the MC's a kid has done it six times. Right. And it's awful. And, and it's crazy. They pay him. Negative seven dollars. Right. Right. They pay him a goddamn pudding. Right. And it's it's disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's awful. And so no one wants to do it. And there's like that stigma. You want to? Yeah. Ho- oh, I'm gonna be. Yeah. I almost quit hosting when I got past the stand up New York. Warren Holstein goes, "You would be." I told Benji, who was a great booker, uh, "You'd be a great host." I go, "Man, I'm trying to not do that anymore." Blah blah. blah. He goes, "Pays a hundred dollars during the week." I'm like. I can't fucking wait to end. Right, right. <laughs> oh my god! I was waiting day shift three days a week. Right. Walking with no. three fifty if I'm. And lucky. you get on stage yeah. all night long. Yeah, I right. hate just doing spots, and then you have this gap. Hey, it's Kaylee. 
Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, I am going to ask both of you two final questions. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Number one, what do you do for your mental health, Chris? Um, I do a number of things: exercise Good. and uh, yes, I I, lo- I tend to do that. And uh, I actually created a podcast to help with it. Oh. What is you it? Believe it? It's called the Quiet Journeys of Professor Atwood because I have anxiety. And I tried to create something that would help myself and other people. So it's basically a storytelling podcast of me being a professor that goes all over the world in these adventures, but has music and sound effects underneath. And oh, that's uh, fun. It, it actually helps. I, I actually use it. And then Wait, other people you like listen it too. to yourself? I listen to myself to put myself to sleep. That's yeah. terrific. Oh, my God. I cannot fucking listen to my... I hate my voice. It's tough, yeah. dude. It's you so listen tough. to your voice? Well, I've leaned You have a it. good voice. Yeah, for, you know, for people... Oh, Outstanding God. voice. You put, that, you put people to sleep. All right, well, I'm going to lean into it. So I, did, I created this podcast and uh, because I wanted something to help with my anxiety. and then So wait, how often people. is the podcast on? It's twice a month. And you do a story. It's a story, like a with, bedtime story. Yeah, with music and sound effects, wow. and then My they, God. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and hey, then you're out of your fucking mind. I know, That's great, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> did you ever think because of the voice, you could? What do they call that when it's uh, people are making so much money? Voiceover. Well, no, not over. no. It's these videos that, but t- okay. Today. Oh, ASMR. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there's people swimming in cash. Like, What's ASMRs? It, it, it's when you whisper and then you do like little yeah. noises little and <laughs> things like that. Yeah. For it's, what? It's, <laughs> people love it. People love it. And yeah. they just listen to it Wait, to watch videos. Yeah, Wait, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. It's on, it's on YouTube a lot. If you type in ASMR, it, it's like it's just people whispering. And then they like use their nails and then they like touch things. And, and it's like literally these weird sounds and whispering. And people like go crazy over it. Okay, no, I can't. <laughs> no. I want to no. watch you AS, watch it. What yes, overview? Yes. Have you ever felt tingles? Oh, and they do eating videos. Yes, they did do oh, eating. Yeah, yeah, and eating videos. But uh, here's Sleepy Shave. Yeah, Thirty-three yeah. minutes and forty seconds of a Sleepy Shave for the best sleep ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would it's love insane. to do this. Yeah, so so I it's lean more into money. I lean more into the comedy and storytelling. Okay, that, but, uh, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't fucking I don't get that, that shit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think I used to hook um, up with this girl. Now, uh, shut up. Sorry. <laughs> well, I see the girl in the video. I think we. Hooked Why up. is she a girl and not a woman? She's a because yeah. I'm because I'm still a kid. I call okay. myself a boy. <laughs> okay, Nigel Norris. Nigel I have a Norris. What do you do for your mental health? And by the way, uh, I just want everyone to know that I have a very special relationship with Norris. Because we both love music yes. more than anything. And we watch, we, I send videos of prodigies so mm-hmm. to him. And then we pretty much write that we want to kill ourselves yeah. after I send <laughs> a child prodigy playing an instrument. And then and then Nigel Norris James will say, um, I'm going to fucking jump out of the window yeah. right now. I have no, there's no reason for me to fucking live. <laughs> Judy will send me an eight-year-old girl. 
with like pigtails and a, and a violin just shredded. <laughs> And, and, and underneath it, like, I fucking can't. I just fucking yeah, can't. It's, it's. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, yeah. It's so what do you do for your mental health? Well, so uh, workout is the best. It's like, uh, it really cleans the head. Uh, yeah. But yeah, music. Like, yeah. Uh, so I stopped meditating and I play guitar. One of the reasons why I'm uh, overpaying and, and have chicken wire as a window at the Ace Hotels. I know the Ace Hotel has a guitar. So. Uh, I'm going to play guitar today to like, uh, they have a guitar there in the, every room is a guitar and I'm going to start buying because when I'm on the road, I notice I'm a little more on edge and not together when I'm on the road and I didn't play guitar. So I'm going to buy one of these like mini guitar ukuleles. You can get one for like 50 to a hundred bucks and I'm going to start wow. packing that in my bag. And so I can just, it just gets me out of my skull. Well, that's, and I'm yeah. I think that music is a form of meditation. It's like when I practice sure. the piano, I don't feel like I have to meditate because I'm just in music music head for, but and it I gets used you to, out of your own head. Yes, yeah. I used to in the '80s and '90s bef before there was fucking computers and phones and all that shit, and I was on the road. I used to bring my clarinet. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Okay. How and, many instruments do you play? Uh, you know what? I really yeah. Just, I just think those two at That's this two. point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does clarinet not get a ding? Clarinet not a Jewish oh, instrument. Oh yeah, but Betty. Good I, then, I thought yeah. that maybe. Yeah, it's very Jewish. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, if, I, if I say chiropractic, that's care, a saxophone that, asshole. That, <laughs> but that's the isn't that the Betty Goodman group? No. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, come on, Eileen. You were just doing. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> no, okay. no, you don't. Whatever, guys. <laughs> Listen, here's my other thing. Now, I call my podcast Kill Me Now. Mm -hmm. Spectacular. And you both know me. Yes. Um, I've been on the road with Chris. Mm -hmm. So, you know that I get. F everything gets on my like I have no everything is a hundred like right and it's really annoying and my mother used to be like why are you getting your blood pressure up and it's because <laughs> I can't deal with stupid people who have one job they can't do it fuck so what all right I'll start with you Nigel because I started with Chris yes. last time mm -hmm. James Nigel Norris <laughs> okay what pisses you off more than anything in the whole world <sighs> like makes you so like Fucking angry. So I, I hate that it's going to stick to comedy, but, but it's, this is stuff that's becoming, I'm going to do it because I MC so much. So see this, there is a wave of young comic that um, just kind of governed themselves in New York. Uh, there's probably, I'm guessing it's probably in Silver Lake out here and that where it's kind of effortless. It's like, uh, we don't care, we bomb and whatever. And they look like they're not having fun at all. And they, the minute they get the light and they say goodnight, they run off the goddamn stage like they're hiding from fucking God knows who and leave the stage bare. And it's the weirdest oh, shit. I, I want oh, them all. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, oh, that my is the God. Statement God, that be made for God. That. Oh, my God. 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 Oh, my God. I fucking hate, hate walking onto a fucking empty stage. What brutal? Dumb, First dumb. of all, dumb dumbs. You always wait. You acknowledge that you do a handoff. It's a handoff. It's they're on wrestling. the other hand, hand hand. Um, there are there are MCs who will be like Judy Gold and then walk off, and you're like the audience has stopped Unbelievable. clapping. Unbelievable. 
Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? There are some MCs when I do spots, because I'm like picky. And it's also yeah. if they're far away, you know, like, keep it going. Keep yes. it, no, you fucking asshole. You don't stop, you fuckhead. It's insane. I've been brought up and not known... I was brought right. up. That's MC 101. It, well, it, it's literally. For some people, it's 503, and they yeah. haven't gotten to that. Son <laughs> right. Of a yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're it's still AP. in the first semester. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, I've been brought up like, like, like I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on? And they're like, you're up. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I don't know. I guess he said your name. All right. Oh, man. And then just or MC's already gone chasing been, a butterfly. Have you ever been in the other room and <laughs> yeah. there and you hear applause and they're like Judy, you're on. It's yeah, like yeah. you fucking run this club. Yeah. Tell me to stand in this. Uh, 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 Judy, uh, he just brought you up. You fucking idiot. It, well, they want you not to. But there's see, there's a lot of hosts when you talk about it who uh, look at it like when they are doing it, it's their. They're there to kill. They're not there for you to do great. Right. I no. look at it like an old school. Uh, no. Your job is to make now. all the. Yeah. Right. I'm there a, to, yeah. That's and there are a handful. You're great. Nigel is a great MC. Thank you. I think um, there's a bunch of really good. I think Mike Yard is a good. MC. I love Mike He's Yard. A fucking great. MC. I love Mike and, Yard. Um, and, Laster. Yeah. yeah. Oh, last is fucking beat, great. One of my dear friends. And and I feel like when I see those people emceeing, I'm like, oh, it's a, such a sigh of relief. Yeah. Because and then uh, all right, they set I had, the tone for the show. Right. The, absolutely. Okay. I had a comedian come up to me the other night at the cellar, and he says, "What do you want me to say?" And I said, "I don't care." Okay. Now Fuck. I used to be. Like I would ask people and I would get it right. Like that was my thing. I always got everyone's intro right. I felt like, but I've been doing this now. I started, my, I did my first set when I was 19. And as I said, I'm 29 plus 30. <laughs> so <laughs> 40 years ago, I do. My, anyway, the point is at this point, I realize it doesn't matter what people say about me. And for the younger comics, yes, you want to be like, oh, they just did this and they earned the credit. And 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 at the cellar, they have a list of who's on the show and what their credits are. It's so there. look at the fucking list. Anyway, yeah. so this person who MCs at the cellar a lot says, uh, what do you want me to say? And I said, I don't, I don't really care. You know, it would really help me if you picked something. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. I can absolutely tell who it is. And uh And I was like, uh, yep, but just yeah. you pick. You know the yep. audience. You know me. Well, if you could pick two and I'm like, okay. Really? I don't know. I, I always my elders in the business, I always was like, you earned this. You just give them an you give them a great intro. You do your due diligence. That's what you do. Okay. I, I remember uh, when I was emceeing, I don't even remember the uh, the headliner that, <laughs> that I, I asked, what do you want me to say? Yeah. Oh, he actually said to me, he took he actually took that moment, sighed and said, Chris, nothing you can say is going to make a difference. <laughs> no fucking way. That's so crazy. Yeah. 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 Or I'll say it and they'll get it wrong. They're yeah. like... So I'll say, just say my book. Yes, I can say yeah, that. Yes. Or or my podcast, Kill Me Now. And they're mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, she wrote a book. I said that. And oh her podcast. Um, smacked in the mouth. I want to yeah. die. Uh, everyone. Yeah. Stick. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> so what pisses you off more than anything in the entire? You know, it was something that would bother me for years, and I didn't really understand what it was until I had a teenager. And it, what it is, it's a combination of arrogance and ignorance together. Oh, yeah. And I get that in a 17-year-old, but right. it pisses me off more in adults. <laughs> right. That, like that arrogance and the dumb shit to right. back it up. You're, that you're so sure about your stupidity. Right. But that's our whole country. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that is. It's gotten right. worse. The culture now. And yeah. the fact that you think you can tell me what to do with my fucking body. Like, I oh, yeah. cannot. I am so fucking angry. This place is fucking. I don't. I, it's. Yeah. Thank God my mother's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this. I'm yeah. so uh, glad I came in a day early. Yeah. I am so glad I came in in the morning and that I'm doing this and want. This is so fucking great. Nigel Norris. This is the best. James. Got my juices flowing. I'll go uh, take a your nap. Your juice is? Yes. Get my juice. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, flowing. Uh, will you spit for me? Because I really want, and I'll look at the results. I'll do it for, for, for the great Judy Gold, yes. Oh, because I'm telling you. Yeah. I'll do it. Jew face. I mean, I, yeah. I clearly, <laughs> if this was DraftKings and you were going to bet right. on what I am, Jewish is would, would pay awful. It'd be like minus 500 because right. it's, the odds would be in the favor of that. Mm. I've always joked, I have like that joke, I think I have Mexican cheeks, so I wouldn't be shocked. But I think, yeah, I have Jewish everything. I'm else. Yeah, I'm Jewish. I mean, there's no way. There's no I mean, way I'm not Jewish. look at that face. It's just not a chance. If, please look up James Mattern. There's a photo. Just look up uh, images and you will, I'm telling you. And then you can look up Chris Mancini images and be like, oh, my God, that guy fixed my computer yeah. in 1990. <laughs> That's yeah. what Italians were known for yeah. doing then. Yeah. Yeah. Before HBO went and just yeah. gave opportunities. Yeah. Um, I can't. Th this was so fucking fun. I love it was great. Thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like thank you for being on my first like in L.A. at a fucking pool. Mm hmm. Netflix is a joke festival podcast. Well, this is like a super group. This is like cream. Yeah. This is like <laughs> yeah. Jack Bruce, Eric Clapton, yeah. and, and the uh, wonderfully tolerant and um, yeah. peaceful Ginger so, Baker. I just want you to know, I will be the best podcast that you fucking recorded. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> no comparison. Um, and I'm not wasted. None of us are wasted. It's true. Not yet. I do not work. Any, I don't know if anyone else is like this. I will not have a drink, a smoke, or anything before I work. No. Usually not. I might, if I'm doing a bunch of shows, the late show, I might have a drink in right, before. Right. And then but if I'm now, I, yeah. it's I, these people who get wasted before they go on stage. Insane. Like, Oh, you mean it's alcoholics? It's your fucking job. <laughs> oh, you Shut mean up. luscious? <laughs> but there are people who smoke before they go. And I'm like, these people are paying money. I like to have my druthers. I need <laughs> my fucking, I need every syntax in my brain. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Um, Thank you to Netflix is a joke. Jake, yeah. John and John and John to Norris, Nigel, James, Matter, Chris Mancini. Where, where, where do we um, find you guys on um, uh, online? Go to whitecatentertainment.com. You can find all the podcasts, graphic oh. novels, everything's there. And all the oh. nerds. And yes. what about you, James, <laughs> Nigel, the, the Norris, James Matter on Instagram. And then, uh, Thanks for coming out a podcast about bombing. Me and Shuli, we interview comedians. I want to do that. Whatever you want. If you want to tomorrow, we'll figure all it right. out. Thank you all. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to part two of Kill Me Now with James Mattern and Chris Mancini. And I know that I just said listening instead of listening. Okay? I know that. 
So I'm just don't act, you know, I'm not acting like I enunciated that correctly. Kill Me Now is produced by Laura Vogel. It's edited by Colin Schmeling. The podcast is marketed. Everything else in my life is done by Brittany Joe Sowards, who is now Mrs. Brittany Joe Sowards. But she's a feminist, so it's really not. I mean, she didn't change her name, but uh, she is now the wife of Samuel Richman. So my assistant, Brittany, is married, and I'm not. Now, if you like the show, please subscribe to the show. Please leave a review. It helps more people find the show, and that way I can do it longer because I have uh, people subscribing. Not that I get any money for that, but, you know, my sponsors like that. If you don't have my book, Yes, I Can Say That, When They Come for the Comedians, We're All in Trouble, there's something, you have a mental illness because I wrote the book, and it's a very important book. You know, there's an audio book, which is also excellent. And I know everyone's doing a lot of driving because the gas is so cheap. <laughs> Going on uh, vacations for the 4th of July. Um, it's a great, it's a great listen. Not, you know, the kids might not like some of the, the uh, curse words. Actually, the kids will like the cur- curse words. The parents won't like the curse words. But too fucking bad, you fuckheads. So that's it. You can go to judygold.com and see where I'm performing. You can order the book there, too. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok on Judy at Judy Gold, J-W-D-Y-G-O-L-D. Um, there's a lot of things you can do. So um, come see me perform. Also, I am going to Israel. I am going to Eretz Israel. I don't have my bell. It's in the other room. Shit. Anyway, ding, 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 ding. I'm going to uh, Israel because my son Ben is playing in the Maccabee games. He is playing basketball three on three, and I'm so excited. I'm a proud Jewish mother. How great are the January 6th hearings? How great are they? I mean, they're not great. They're heart-wrenching. But I'm glad the truth is coming out. And it's sad. It's sad. What went on and what continues to go on. What else? I don't know what else to tell you, people. I just, I love whoever's listening right now. Whoever's listening. I just want to say that I love you because I can't even stand the sound of my own voice. And you people are, are like literally voluntarily listening to my annoying voice. So that makes me very happy. And I don't know what else to tell you. Happy uh, 4th of July. You know what was great? That I saw so many people wearing Juneteenth shirts on Juneteenth. And it made me so happy because it's about fucking time that we acknowledge uh, Juneteenth and that we make it a federal holiday. It's very important. So that made me really happy. By the way, uh, in Provincetown, they have the Provincetown Film Festival. And I, Judy Gold, got to interview Jenny Slate and Bowen Yang um, because they both received awards here at the Provincetown International Film Festival. And it was a lot of fun. So Marcel, the shell with shoes on, the well, Marcel, that's the shell, is a great movie. But And Fire Island um, was also great. And um, so I got to interview these two for their great performances. Listen, I hope you all have a great holiday weekend. Wear sunscreen. Holiday weekend, Judy. Weekend. Wear sunscreen because you don't want to get the uh, the skin cancer. 
be nice to each other. And um, I don't know. I can't, I can't thank you enough for listening. I cannot thank you. And you know, this week, I have to say the day this, this episode literally comes out is my mother's yort site, which if you're not Jewish, then, you know, it's the anniversary of her death on the Hebrew calendar. So I'll be lighting a, a yort site candle, which lights for um, 24 hours. And I will be thinking about my mother and her incredible sense of humor and how much I miss talking to her. Um, so hug your loved ones tight because you just don't know. You know what I'm saying? You just don't know. And in honor of my hilarious mother, uh, who I miss, I want to say to all of you, so long.